0: This is Free Talk Live, the freest show on the air. That's because you can call in and talk about whatever you want. The number is 855-450-3733. It's Alex. And Dave. And we're coming to you live from the U.S. Mariana Islands. Where America's Day starts. We're in Saturday here. Yeah. Uh, most of you listening, it's probably Friday if you're live. And, and I
1: got my morning coffee, so I should be alert.
0: Yeah, well, how's your week been so far, Dave? Anything interesting? Just uh, another normal week, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it's been, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm now an official uh, life NRA stooge. Oh tell me about that. Uh, oh yeah, I got I got my my uh, life membership of for the NRA in the mail. Uh I've only been I guess uh when I started my lawsuit back in the day, uh they they advised I join the NRA, so I did.
0: Your lawsuit
1: uh, uh with the for guns for those who don't know. With the with the guns, uh you know, to well the uh nra ila helped a little bit but it was mostly second amendment foundation so i was advised to you know like get a membership of the nra but because the life membership is like 1500 bucks i was paying them like 20 bucks a week uh, a month or something like that It it was some paltry amount so yesterday uh or was it the day before i got this big box in the mail you know and in the in the big box was like a little teeny pin that said life member and you know, woohoo! It was kind of funny because at a Christmas party, I ran into a liberal uh, who who recognized me and called me an effing NRA stooge. So I just want her to know that I am not not only an effing NRA stooge; I am a lifetime NRA stooge.
0: Oh, congratulations on
1: upgrading your power levels! <laughs> woohoo! Yeah, Wayne Lapierre would be proud of me, and so would Ted Nugent and and Chuck Heston's looking down on me, going. Yes. <laughs> well, you know. From his cold, dead hands. <laughs> yeah. And
0: uh, speaking of uh, NRA Stooges, yeah. I think there was uh, something Remington did you wanted to tell us about?
1: Yeah, I, I, I just love uh, people like Governor Cuomo. Speaking of Governor Cuomo of New York, uh, uh, Facebook is just a great way of making you lose faith in humanity but also giving you a chuckle. And I, I swear to God, like a couple of mornings ago, the coffee almost shot out my nose because they showed Governor Cuomo wearing like a really tight-fitting shirt, and it looked like he had little barbell nipple piercings. <laughs> it was, and everybody's pointing it out. So I'm like thinking, wow, uh, Governor Cuomo uh, got, got got a pierced nipple, which, which reminds me of a story. Uh, there was a guy on my ship uh, back in the Navy who got his nipple pierced, and he was an electrician. And uh, let's just say that um, uh, being an electrician with pierced nipples is not necessarily the best thing to do, because the arc <laughs> that went from a—he got struck by an arc coming from a box he was working on, and it melted the uh, melted the gold ring on his nipple, and he had to have his nipple amputated on the ship. And and uh, then the captain came out the next day, going, "Guys, this is the captain." um no more nipple piercing <laughs> so it was uh but uh but but uh but enough enough on on governor cuomo's nipples i you know hey i guess they make it more sensitive i don't know but uh the gun manufacturer remington has answered the call uh from governor cuomo uh to aid in the production of ppe and ventilators and you know like like many other companies uh they want to be good corporate citizens, but uh, Governor Cuomo of New York being a staunch anti-gunner uh, has not yet uh, responded to their repeated offers to help out, and I think that's kind of, uh, kind of petty.
0: Oh, well, it's <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty petty, and it's also not really talked about, right? You won't yeah. see that often in the media that, you know, we don't want respirators from you.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we desperately need respirators. But here's another thing, too. I mean, let's face it. The the good people at Remington, Smith & Wesson, Colt, all these other gun manufacturers, they're American citizens, too. Uh, They pay their taxes. They buy goods and services with what their employer uh, pays them. And they are a vital part of the economy. And, you know, the thing is, is everybody talking about the whole NRA stooge thing. I hear people constantly complain about, oh, the gun lobby and the gun manufacturers. Well, who, who are the gun manufacturers? They're your neighbors. You know, they're the guy down the street who works at Remington or Smith & Wesson. So, I mean, you know, you're, you're talking, if you get rid of that industry, uh, you're talking about a lot of unemployment. You're talking about hurting a lot of families uh, for a political uh you know for political agenda because you you think you know those those black rifles are scary uh and then now we've got a a serious uh problem in the country and uh, the governments are are saying that we need help and then one of these gun manufacturers is stepping up to the plate to retool their factory which is not cheap and to keep their people employed so they can you know keep i don't know paying their rent and uh Governor of uh, New York is just uh, you know snubbing them because of politics. and It's pretty sick.
0: Well, don't you know, Dave? You don't have to pay your rent anymore.
1: Well, you know
0: the new rules came out. Rent is no longer a thing.
1: Well, I'm sure this is this should only be temporary. I mean, like who 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 likes paying their rent? I don't. Uh, but you know, I feel like a I feel like a bum if I don't. And you know, if I since I'm still employed uh, right now um i should i should pay my rent and uh you know uh it's what makes you think it's temporary well i'm hoping it's temporary because this uh lockdown
0: was it was a temporary lockdown right it was yeah we're gonna take two weeks and now it's gone from two weeks to four weeks to six weeks to you know maybe we'll open back up sometime at the end of the summer Right? Yeah. It just keeps the timeline extended and extended well, I th- and extended. I think, Why I won't think... the rent deadline keep being extended, too?
1: I think there are certain powers that be that—and um, here's the conspiracy uh, person in me coming out again. And I base this not on some crazy whim that I heard on the Alex Jones Show once. I, I base this on actually having read books uh, like Ecoscience by Haldren and, 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 and other books— written by Henry Kissinger and Zbigniew Brzezinski back in the day when I was a a real studious person. And the reason why I buy into the whole globalist New World Order conspiracy is because these people that go to these meetings at Davos actually, you know, they actually write papers on what their plans are. And one of their plans was to use a global pandemic to force people to get inoculated and to have an RFID chip inserted in them to prove that they've got their papers, and what's Bill Gates talking about now, uh, giving us all a shot and saying that you have to have a microchip, you know, and I don't need to tell half of you guys out there um, about the biblical ramifications of it, and whether or not the Bible's true, it's still, in my opinion, a very evil and satanic thing to force everybody to take a mark. And um, I think right now— You're be-
0: talking about the mark of the beast, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you explain that a little bit more for those well, who— Well, uh...
1: I, I, I don't have a Bible with me right now, but it, it says in the book of Revelations that uh, the uh, Antichrist beast system will f- compel every man, woman, and child to accept a mark um, in their forehead or on their, in their hand that without this mark they may not buy or sell— and that uh, as a as a condition of accepting this, Mark, they have to worship uh, Antichrist now. Uh, the thing is, is the technology to do this is actually here. It's been creeping up for a long time. And whether or not, as I said, you believe in the Bible or God or Jesus or, or whoever, the great pumpkin, whatever you, you believe in, um, my question is, is, is forcing everybody to be in a system to where they have to tow a certain line or they can't even buy or sell and they have to have a mark on them i mean is that a good thing is that something you want your children to have yeah
0: some countries like denmark are even talking about without the vaccines you can't even go to the supermarket use public transportation and more yeah. do you think that will come here call in 855-450-373 This is Free Talk Live, the freest show on the air. You can call in and tell us about your thoughts. The number is 855-450-3733. It's Alex. And And we're coming to you live from the Mariana Islands. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin Cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank account deposits, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com So yeah, we just finished off talking about, uh, I'd say largely focused on how long will this last, right? Mm-hmm. So it started off, you know, let's have two weeks. Just take off two weeks. Yeah, You know, we'll reassess then. We want to open the economy by Easter all that, and the lockdowns just keep getting extended and extended and extended.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, here's another thing, too. Um, I've noticed with this whole talk about hydroxychloroquine, for example, and the uh, numerous doctors, I mean, as I said, I'd like to give this disclaimer at the beginning. I am not a doctor. I'm just listening to what doctors have said, and uh, yet for doing exactly what I'm about to do, the mainstream media wants to censor Donald Trump's uh, press co- press uh, conferences. You know this is this blows me away that in a, in a, in a, a a country like the United States, you have the media wanting to censor the president who was elected by the people. But anyway, so this hydroxychloroquine, apparently according to you're,
0: a, yeah, you're talking about how there's should we cover Trump's press conferences is a new well debate circling the media well
1: this is not even a debate okay let me okay we're talking about vaccines right i i I am i am i am positive that the goal of the globalist new world order types who want to destroy the nation state and bring us into a globalist government and then slowly depopulate us to the one point i know is it the 500 million that they have on the georgia guidestones that they said is the ideal uh number of people, uh, they want to soft kill the majority of the population and they want to use vaccines and uh, binary weapons to soft kill people. What are binary weapons? Yeah. What are like, those? It's like when you introduce like one poison into somebody and then it takes a second poison to act on it and, and activate it. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is, Here's here's the thing. They they want to basically put us all under a medical tyranny to control us and then slowly call the population. And if you don't believe me, this is in a lot of the books that these people, like Zbigniew Brzezinski, have written. Uh, listen to what Henry Kissinger has had to say over the years. Um, just, as I said, just, just look into uh, what I'm talking about. Don't believe a word I say, but just do the research yourself. Um, and I think a lot of the normies out there can't handle the truth because it's such a terrible, ugly truth. You know, nobody wants to believe that people that they trust are out to do them harm. But
0: well, what people that that they trust, right? Yeah. I think more and more people are waking up to the idea that you and, can't trust these people in charge. They They yeah. let you down, and all they do is shift the blame.
1: And thank God for that. I, I think... See, that's why... Like, look at Well, see, see know, Cuomo, it, it's, right? it's, well, it's, it's always darkest before the dawn, right? And, like... Well, that's, that's what they was, say in Batman, right? Well, that's... That's, that's that what was, Harvey Dent said. Well, they, they also said that in Star Trek be, before and a couple other things, but that's, that's an old saying that goes back to a very long time. But... The fact of the matter is is i'm i'm actually optimistic and the reason i'm optimistic is because just as you were saying alex people are waking up i think this 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 uh COVID 19 uh and the response to it is going to be a giant red pill for a lot of people and i think it is being a red pill because uh we're seeing a lot of agendas you know the 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 mask is being ripped off okay they're showing their true colors. They, as in people like Bill Gates, for example, who during a TED Talk talked about depopulating the population of the world and, and doing it through vaccines. Okay. Now, I'm not saying vaccines are bad.
0: I don't I, think he went that far. Well. He didn't say, we're going to give you these shots to lower the population. No, but but they're. That's you but, reading between the lines,
1: yeah. right? Well, there's, there's other documentation out there, as I said. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about 30-some years of experience doing research. Most of the hardcore research I did back between 1993 and 2004 when I was actually going through school and everything. Um, and so I don't actually have my, like, notes with me. Because when I moved from Detroit to Saipan I had one sea bag and, and that's all I brought. So my, my my library that I used to own, like I, I split it up and gave it to people. But the fact of the matter is is you, you have an agenda and I've you know, as I said, I've, I've ho- i I've hope I hope I'm wrong. I, I get into arguments with friends of mine all the time and they're like, Oh, you're just uh, paranoid, you're delusional. I'm like, Oh geez, you know, I hope you're right. I, I really do. I I want to be wrong.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's that's part of the the goal, right? Is to make it seem, yeah, you know, crazy, but but not right. It's like well,
1: well, I just think it's important to you know be aware that that there's that there's things going on. Like for example, um, the Tuskegee experiments, you know, back in the fifties, and and I think it was in the sixties. The U.S. government, or at least not the government, when I say the U.S. government, there are rogue elements of every government that basically have their own agenda. So there was a group within the U.S. government that injected uh, a lot of people with syphilis, mostly African Americans, uh, some prisoners and a lot of people in, you know, poor people in Appalachia. And they injected people with syphilis saying that they were going to be uh, given an inoculation for something else. And of course, you know, you had a lot of people get sick and die and then sometime around the 1990s or just even within like I think the last decade or two, the Congress had they had hearings on it. They they the federal government uh, apologized and people were some people were given some compensation some of those uh, survivors. So my question is is why would I trust the same organizations and bodies that injected black men with syphilis for their scientific exper- experiments? Why would I trust them with a forced inoculation of something that probably isn't even going to be tested? I mean, I was in the Navy and they used me as a, as a guinea pig. I mean, they gave us the anthrax vaccine and over 500 people died from that and because we had to sign a waiver there was no compensation for those people who died or got injured. A lot of the Gulf War illness is being chalked up to these kinds of medications.
0: Are you telling me you're not going to take the vaccine?
1: um, If they try to force me, uh, they're going to see the barrel of my AR-15.
0: You heard it here first. Let us know. Will you take the vaccine? The number is 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live.
2: this
0: is free talk live the freest show on the air you can call in and talk about whatever you want the number to do so is 855-450-3733 it's alex and dave and we're coming to you live from the u.s mariana islands and i want to tell you about Intercoin. Just as the internet is a global network that connects local networks, Intercoin is a global currency platform that enables communities around the world to issue and manage their own currency to circulate among their local population. Intercoin enables fintech innovation on the local community level, leading to stronger communities, greater sustainability, less poverty, and more productivity. Intercoin is attempting to regain some of our freedoms that are threatened on the internet, And in the meat space. We think that it is important here on Free Talk Live. So important that Free Talk Live accepted $40,000 of Intercoin tokens from Intercoin Inc. for advertising. If you think freedom is important too, check out Intercoin at intercoin.org. You can invest in this project and potentially make big gains or just be involved and perhaps shape the future. Intercoin.org. Intercoin.org. So yeah, I think that's a a pretty, uh, relevant product in today's Mm. world potentially, right? Yeah. You know, I, I could use some greater sustainability, less poverty and more productivity. And I really like, uh, what they're trying to do. And I hope the, you know, the globalist could take a note of how you can do community solutions that are optional right
1: well I, I I think that the globalists are going to lose I, I really do. i I'm, I'm very optimistic. And okay, I, so let's let's yeah. step
0: back to their the, well, the alleged current plot, right well, So if well, you're reading in the globalist the anti-globalist news right now, they're saying, mm-hmm. this vaccine is very dangerous for a number of reasons. one, yeah. right? The precedent that could be set here, everyone's scared. we're freaking out. We just want to get out of lockdown. Mm-hmm. What do we do? The lockdowns extended week after week after week until the vaccine comes. So people now are just like, bring the vaccine. Let let me have it. I want to be free. And they've set the perfect conditions to get people to take it. And the people who don't take it right now, it's the best time ever. We've been having a a vax debate for the last couple of years in the US and around the world. But this time they'll say, there is no debate. We have to get. The science is settled. Sorry. you got to get the the economy going again you know yeah. this is like this is it's different this time just like 911 was different you know it's yeah. it's different this time your the rights don't apply so this is the the context now how are they going to lose
1: well i just think that enough people are going to say no i i i really think like as you were saying people are waking up now i'd like to preface these things with uh, like first of all i am not an anti-vaxer okay um, I have taken vaccines, and when I have taken vaccines as an adult, I weighed the risk, I had informed consent, and I decided that for certain shots, because of, because of what I do for a living, um, I'm going to take the hepatitis B shot because I work with medical waste, and the odds of me getting sick from the hep B shot Is not as high as my risk of getting accidentally stuck by a sharps I don't take the flu shot Because I got a cousin that's in a wheelchair because of a flu shot And the flu mutates every year And everything I've ever read about flu shots um, They don't necessarily work the way they're supposed to And every time I personally have taken a flu shot I've gotten sick So... Some some shots I'll take, some shots I won't, but I have what's called in, informed consent. And informed consent is something that came from the Nuremberg trials uh, when the Nazis were doing medical experiments on people. And when they had the big trials at Nuremberg, uh, one of the conventions that came out of that was basically the law that says that you have to have what's called informed consent before you allow a doctor to medicate you or give you any kind of procedure. So I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of the concept of informed consent. And it's it's really not a, a good precedent to set. Um, as far as like vaccines are concerned, some of the problems, some of the problems with vaccines have been the adjuvants inside the vaccines like mercury, for example, that have made people sick or maybe there was a bad batch of vaccines like with the anthrax vaccine back in the early 90s for the gulf war the company that made those vaccines had some quality control issues and they skipped uh some steps in in the production to get it out to the troops quicker and because of the vaccines were tainted Troops got sick. I know this because I did a lot of research on Gulf War illness back when I was writing for the school paper in college. Um, being a Gulf War vet myself and seeing a lot of my brothers and sisters who served in that war come back sick uh, i I was very interested in this, so i'm not saying that vaccines are bad i'm saying that if you there there are things that can go wrong, and then also there is immunity to prosecution or liability that was given to the vaccine manufacturers during the Reagan administration so that if you are injured by a vaccine, it's very hard to get, you know, to get any kind of compensation. So you've got these unchecked, powerful people like the Gates foundation who want to inject you with something that they want to rush through And, you know, my question is, is how how much money are these people going to make? Let's just say let's forget the whole New World Order uh, thing. How much money are we talking about? Whereas they're attacking President Trump for basically reporting that doctors are treating this thing with quinine, you know, hydrochloroquine, which is cheap. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's like key bono is my question. And then I, a friend of mine uh, on Facebook shared this article about how Trump stands to make thousands of dollars from stocks in this company that makes hydrochloroquine. Literally, literally thousands. Like right? literally like, like you it's like
0: some real a billionaire is going to make a couple thousand bucks from a right. share rise yeah. and everyone, everyone freak out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. We have bad slave <clears> in Merrimack, <throat> New Hampshire. Bad slave. Can you hear us?
3: I said the Merrimack Valley.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll know for next time. What's on your mind?
3: Um, I, well, I watched uh, that TED Talk with Bill Gates twice, and I heard him say that he was, he was concerned about population, about
1: reducing
3: population. Bingo and and one of the one of the things that right in the, that same paragraph he said and and we have different you know measures we're going to take you know one of which is uh, vaccination vaccination is supposed to freaking save lives not reduce population and I think that, that that was a just a major Freudian slip on his part because he is I I'm certain uh interested in you know he may want to well, ultimately raise the quality of people's Bill lives. Gates
0: though in the past has said the best way to control population and reduce birth rates is to increase the health in in the right now. So it could be on the same line of those things he's previously said, but I will agree that it is a little fishy yeah. when he's saying vaccines will help us control the population. It, at the very least, it's <clears> bad optics, <clears> and it could certainly be a, you know, a slip of a, the real agenda as possible.
1: May I add something? Like the Gardasil shot for HPV apparently uh, destroys the girls' ovaries and makes a, has, has made a lot of young girls uh, infertile. That's some I of the reports imagine, I've read.
3: And do, do either of you imagine that Bill Gates doesn't know exactly what's going on with these things?
1: Oh, I believe the SOB does. And, yeah, and,
3: and you know, he's... he's the. Uh,
0: well, thank you for the call, Bad Slave. If you want to call in, the number is 855-450-3733, free talk live. This is Free Talk Live, the freest show on the air. That's because you can call in and talk about whatever you want. The number to do so is 855-450-3733. We're coming to you live from the U.S. Maran Islands. It's Alex. And Dave. And we're going to go straight to the phones. Mike, are you there?
4: Yes, yes I am. What's on your mind,
0: Mike? Yep.
4: Well, I'd like to say the Constitution of the United States of America never says you can use guns for whatever you want. It just says you can own whatever gun you want. I think it's a privilege to be able to use guns for hunting and shooting in America
0: uh hunting and shooting what
1: okay
4: well we we have
1: well the 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 constitution says uh, basically um uh, let me see I'm trying to remember the exact text of the second amendment but uh uh basically it says the security of a free nation uh, depends. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the specific wording. You're wrong. But it
4: says. It says, "quote A well-regulated militia, yeah. okay, necessary thank you. to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed."
1: Right. Now yeah. it
4: means that those arms are for a militia, and that militia must be well regulated. So actually, at,
0: no, the Supreme Court ruled a- actually, on this, and actually, they said there was an individual right to keep and bear arms for
1: defense. A- actually, actually, you know what? I, 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 I've done a little bit of research on this. I was only involved in a Second Amendment lawsuit.
0: Um, yeah, keep in mind, Dave has overturned Second Amendment laws in yeah. the legal system. Yeah, so I just a it, it lot just of experience. but I, I
1: appreciate you reading the text of it because, you know, as I said, I don't have my notes and I don't have the notes in front of me and I was trying to remember it and I appreciate you you reading it. Okay, so well regulated. What is what, what does regulated mean? It means controlled. It, it means it means uh kept in balance, kept in check, right? Who's the militia? The militia is the state, right? So in order to no, regulate no, no. At, Listen, at let, hey, won't hey, be don't behind. interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. I won't interrupt you. You don't interrupt me. Thank you. Okay, so the state is regulated by an armed citizenry. We keep the government in check by being able to be armed. Sorry for being okay. a little harsh with you, man.
4: Oh, can I speak? Well, well, this goes back, I mean, it goes back to 1776 when uh, Justice William Blackstone, he defined uh, militia as an auxiliary right of the individual supporting the natural rights of self-defense, resistant to oppression and civic duty to act in concert with his neighbors in the defense of the state. Now, this was used in the 1939 Supreme Court case. That okay. was United States versus Miller. Okay, that happened, and that yeah. showed that Americans could own guns, all right? You see me I agree here? with you a thousand percent. In the percent. 2008 case, the NRA, and in the 1990 case, the NRA directly influenced, threw money at, and pretty much lied to the American people and paid the Supreme Court off to pretty much infiltrate the United States.
1: Um. Up until the, 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 the last part, I, I agree with you as far as the, uh, the, the, the Militia Acts and, and uh, the cases that went up before that. Uh, what exactly did the NRA lie about?
4: Well, what, what happened here in, in the, the recent uh, gun laws, the NRA paid off Supreme Court justices they threw money at, and, and they basically pampered these justices, into giving them the vote now if you look back the supreme uh, court overturned okay, a 200 year precedent and you look that's 200 years that's what, pretty much all of it, american history up to the 80s
1: okay what exactly what exactly was the lie, the I'm, lie I'm, was, I'm, 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 yeah you're saying they threw money at them okay i mean sure sure they threw money at them but what was the decision that they came to that was that you object to
4: well, I eject I, I because it, it it basically stated that the Second Amendment means Americans can do whatever they want with their guns, and it's free, okay? You see that there? That That's completely wrong. The Second Amendment gives Americans the right to have military-grade rifles, such as M-16s and other things, to defend uh, themselves. But it never says they can use them, so they should be able to keep these. I think it's a privilege for Americans to own guns and be able to shoot them Owning Well, guns we, we is a might right. be talking back Shooting each other so a to, to make sure we understand tyrannical.
0: you you're saying that you can collect guns, but you can't use them. is that your position
1: my my well, question yeah. is like if if, if well, somebody's well, I, if somebody's breaking into my house at two o'clock in the morning uh do i do I have the privilege to pull my pistol out and defend my my family?
4: You have the right there because you're defending yourself. You're okay, acting I as a I I,
1: I agree with you. I I don't see where I'm trying to figure out where your indignation is coming from. Um, and 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 here's the thing: if if keeping and bearing arms is an inherent right given to us by by our creator. And then the Constitution only codifies that into law because um, my right to keep and bear arms or my right to believe in God or not believe in God and my, my right to uh, privacy does not come from the state. It, it, it doesn't come from the, a piece of paper. It comes from my creator. Uh, we just happen to be fortunate enough to have been uh, born in a geographic location that has a government that puts it into law that those rights are to be re- recognized by the government.
4: Yes, I agree, but shooting your yeah. rifle is a privilege the U.S. can give you. Okay, the U.S., I think that they... Wait, wait, what, what use is my hey, rifle? Speak speak? Hey, you okay, yelled at sorry. me earlier for cutting you off. All right?
1: All right, sorry. My bad.
4: It is the constitutional right for for the government to be able Hello?
1: Uh,
0: did we lose you?
1: Did we lose you? Hello, hello. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry if I cut you off, man. Um, I got mad at you. You, you know, you had a right to be upset with me. But um, see, I would say let's my, bring my...
0: some context to all of this. So, I think the question at hand here yeah. is what what is the right and what did the courts do? Yeah. So, it seems based on the history, uh, you could carry weapons. You know, for mm-hmm. most of U.S. history. So, I disagree with the caller's 200 years of precedent. When could you know the cowboys were they not allowed to bring their guns out west and shoot people? The uh, settlers we were we we're a frontier country. Well, I think so. The, the ability to carry and use your gun, I think, is well established. And if you want to look at the the court cases, the one to look at is D.C. versus Heller. So the, the question of whether an, an, it's a militia or individual right was settled in this case, hmm. and they discuss a lot of the background history of it. These court cases, although there's the idea that you know, these robed men and women are just deciding the law willy-nilly, they do have to at least go through some historical legal precedents. And in D.C. versus Heller, they talk a lot about what is the history of guns, what is... And they use a standard of uh, in common use, weapons in common use. So they said, you know, AR-15 is a weapon in common use. It's not considered assault rifles, all of those type of things. So I would recommend anyone who who makes the well-regulated militia argument that guns need to be limited to well-regulated militias should look at the court cases. Cause that's not what the court cases mm-hmm. said. This is not a, this is just a, a a liberal talking point. The idea that it's only for well-regulated militias has been discussed in the courts at length and is largely settled.
1: Yeah. Well, in, and then, and then the, the other point that the caller made was that, uh, we, we don't have a right to shoot our guns. Now, what good is a rifle if you don't practice?
0: Well, the caller seemed to s- suggest that you can shoot to defend yourself. Yeah. And like you mentioned, practicing. And there's also hunting. I don't know why how that worked either. Well, well, why we thought that wasn't okay?
1: Well, hunting, I think it depends. I mean, do you have private land? Is it public land? I, I think that regulating uh, of hunting... Uh, based upon land ownership and well, it's the regulating of
0: hunting, not shooting. Right. right? Exactly.
1: It's... Exactly. So, so for example, if I own a, a hundred acres in northern Michigan and I have deer on my land, I have the right to say no hunting on my land. Yeah. Uh, but uh, at the same time, uh, I would have unlimited rights to shoot whatever I want on that land because it's my land. So, anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Perhaps he was trying to clarify in public: you don't have a right to just charge a gun. Right, I agree with that. <laughs> would be the law in, uh, everywhere pretty much, right? Discharging a fire alarm, firearm unlawfully is yeah. illegal pretty much everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, we want to hear your thoughts. So 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live.
5: Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now's your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, The Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block, and that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture, one that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more, and maybe pick up some of those coins for yourself.
2: Talk Live. Hey, it is uh, Free Talk Live, and all of a sudden, we are back in Keene, New Hampshire, here in hour number two, and by we, I, I just mean me. Apparently, uh, the Mariana Islands, or at least where the guys are there, has lost power. So luckily, I'm here listening uh, every Friday in the studio, and kind of just monitoring things here, so... I was able to to pick up the ball, and you know, of course, there's plenty to talk about, so it won't be a problem. Of course, you guys are also on the phone, so you're welcome to join us. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733, and no to the Discord chat, I did not pull the plug. They literally lost power uh, down there, and I guess... They weren't really prepared for that to happen. It does happen. You know, if you're doing talk radio, uh, eventually the power's going to go out, whether it's, you know, from some sort of uh, storm or whatever. That's just the way it goes. Uh, that's why we've got battery backups here in the studio. We've uh, got a generator out back. So if we lose power here, we're probably going to be able to stay on at least through the end of the show. And uh, probably even beyond that as uh, as necessary. Uh, but they're not they're not prepared for there. So maybe we'll get them back at some point. I don't know when that might be. But I am going to go to your phone calls here. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, we also have the Discord on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. As we go to Matthew, he's in Louisiana. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
6: Hey, Ian. So I was going to call and ask had you heard about the study out of France? It was 1,000 patients given hydroxychloroquine or Quill uh, and the AZT, the z And out of that study, 999 of them got better.
2: No, I don't know anything about this. I've heard the name of the this drug. I, I don't know what it is or where it's from or anything about it. So you're going to have to tell me about it's,
6: it. It's an anti-malarial drug that's been around since uh, early 50s, late 40s. It was created because chloroquine, which was the original anti-malarial drug, has some rough gastrointestinal side effects. Uh, and the hydroxychloroquine is a much gentler drug. Uh, it's manufactured all over the world, and even, oddly enough, it's still manufactured here in the United States. Um, and it has worked in, well, the Chinese claimed it worked. The South Koreans confirmed that it worked. And this guy in France has been doing, you know, trials with it. And the uh, F- FDA and the CDC looked at his first trial, which was 100 patient, uh 117 patients and all of them got better says so, yeah, now that doesn't convince us they hmm. made this new trial with a thousand patients and 999 patients got better and the cdc is still not impressed i'm thinking to myself
4: hmm.
6: are they trying to prolong this crisis me is getting suspicious yeah and the news media too the only news media outlets that are covering this, every now and then Breitbart has something mm-hmm. a Gateway Pundit. That's it.
2: That is interesting. And I, I you know, I don't think that you're wrong on your speculation that the government gang would really like this to continue. I mean, it has been an unprecedented uh, increase in state power. I saw a pretty entertaining meme posted to our Discord the other day uh, where it was like the... The distance runners or the – it, what's it called where you get, like, the, the little wand that you pass uh, back and forth between the runners? Oh, Anyways, relay. That's relay it, runner. relay racers. So, like, one relay racer was passing the wand to another relay racer, and the first relay racer was labeled 9-11. Uh, the wand was labeled tyranny, and then the second relay racer was COVID-19. So, I mean, it's totally – It's very, very, the feeling that, you know, I've kind of, I feel right now with the people around and how they're reacting, uh, how they're being so obedient and, you know, this sort of mentality of, oh, let's come together, team. This is where, it's tough, but we got to batten down the hatches and do what's the, you know, the government tells us. There was a guy on the radio this morning here in uh, Keene on the talk station who is basically saying that he'll do whatever it is that uh, Dr. Fauci and the... The guy, whoever the hell it is, that's in charge of the bureaucracy in New Hampshire, the medical bureaucracy, whatever it is they say to do, that's what he's going to do because that's who he trusts. And, you know, he's not a particularly partisan guy. He tries to play the middle of the field. But uh, it's just all about obedience. And it's all about, you know, the sort of this nationalistic mentality. And it's it's. It's disgusting. It's leading to more more power grabs on the part of these authoritarians. So, yeah, of course they want to extend this. I'd
6: say they're rather globalist in their outlook to me. but... Uh,
2: well, no. I mean, uh, maybe to some extent call. you could make that argument. But, I mean, for the most part, it still seems to be divided around uh, nationalist borders. Although there are some differences state to state. And I did see there's a news story about California apparently declaring itself a nation state. Uh, so I'd like to talk more about that at some point as well. But go ahead.
6: Yeah. Yeah. um, I I am not the world's biggest Ron Paul fan. I agree with him on a lot of things. Some things I'm like, okay, dude, you're out there. But this morning uh, he released a statement, I guess, on Twitter must have been uh, saying that uh, definitely uh, Trump needs to fire uh, Dr. Fauci or the voters will fire him come November. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm kind of feeling that sort of vibe. You know what I'm saying?
2: Thanks for the call tonight, yeah. Matthew. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE to Larry in Indianapolis. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Hey, you know, he's right about uh, Dr. Fauci. Nothing but a, 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 a quack-saving uh, drunk. You know what? Trump has an authority. He is the president. He's he doesn't the have authority. There's
2: no such thing.
7: No, he, he, he well, what he has is he has the authority of a public health official. People are mistaking him for an MD.
2: No one has authority unless man, you give him authority. Would you, would you give Trump authority over your life?
7: We've given him authority as our chief magistrate. and no, he's I, joking, haven't. I please haven't. done that. plead on our behalf to fire Dr. Fauci. And, uh, and what, get hire rid of some other bureaucrat? Him. Well, I tell you what.
2: What's going to be uh, the difference?
7: Dr. Fauci is insane, and I'm surprised. Trump's getting punked
2: out you by think him his You think his replacement's going to be better?
7: It, it, I don't care if it's better or not. Trump needs to make the decision right now. I, I know I won't vote for him again. Oh, really? Well, are you going to vote for Biden? Right now. I wouldn't vote at all because ah. I would consider it that. It, 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 listen, over the years, I've listened to you guys, and you've talked about the anarchy that, that is coming right now. And I tell you what, if we, if we don't stop... I, this uh, the, the the medical industrial complex. They're going to destroy this country. Well, I'm they pretty sure you've 100. got
2: anarchy right now. The government is just well, a, sure, a, a gang of warlords.
7: It. I agree. I agree hundred percent. Okay. Well, but then why would you give them authority? They, they, we, we already been duped. The well, first thing. About yeah, but you can take it, it back. I mean, duke. if you've
2: given somebody so called authority, you you should be able to take it back any old time you want to.
7: Well, they're going to use it till they use it up. And if, you have, if we if we get anybody else in there, like Biden or anybody else, the same program is going to continue. Because it's something that's been staged over many years, uh, you guys. And we have let it happen to ourselves. But as far as letting yeah, some that's medical true. help people... People have
2: let this happen to themselves. That's what
7: we've done. We happen to ourselves. If we allow this to happen, and I think that there's no turning back right now because we've allowed some... Uh, some quack. And you know, Hitler used, I'm, I hate to make the analogy, but Hitler used public uh, health officers to carry out his stuff. Their orders must be obeyed at gunpoint. That's When they true. make an order, they're the ones that are, uh, are causing all these orders to be in and-,
2: and it's not right. And thank you, Larry, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. But, but unfortunately, it seems like most Americans and, and people around the world are more than happy to do whatever it is that they're told. Uh, I did see an interesting video recently from Danny, the the guy who, like, went out on the streets years ago in Great Britain with, like, a megaphone. Really entertaining guy. He ended up getting rid of the megaphone, but he still, still goes out and makes some pretty interesting videos where he encounters a cop uh, in a park and asks some pretty revealing questions, or I guess gets some revealing answers uh, out of this cop about, you know, what exactly he's doing out there. What is illegal under the so-called lockdowns. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE and how truly ridiculous it all is. You can join us here on Free Talk Live. Yeah. Yeah. It is free talk live and of course you're in, uh, invited to join I'm I'm used to saying us it's just me right now uh you're invited to join me here the toll free number is 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 we have also the discord call in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm where you will sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with me uh the Let's see, what what do you need to know? Oh, Oxcart. I want to say thank you to Oxcart, who is a Free Talk Live Platinum amplifier. That means that Oxcart is giving a whole $25 per month, at least, to the Free Talk Live AMP program. And AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. The idea is that you can help us get Free Talk Live on more radio stations uh, around the United States, bring new internet listeners on board, and help us spread the ideas of freedom as far and as wide as possible so join as oxcart has done over at amp.freetalklive.com that's amp.freetalklive.com you can get some cool perks uh if you do that and i definitely appreciate it because especially in this uh, these crazy times it's nice to know that people out there still support um a message of freedom because it's i don't know it just feels even more desolate for freedom lovers It feels even more lonely. It feels even more hopeless. And and I'm an optimist. You know, I think that freedom has a chance, and that's why I do the things that I do. But, man, these last few weeks with just seeing so many people be so obedient, believe everything that they're told, and just fall right in line, it is just so tragic. So let's continue here with your calls and thoughts because, well— the best thing we can do is talk about this stuff and talk about freedom and what it means to be free, and in the hopes that we can still reach out and connect with the people that appreciate freedom, rather than appreciating obedience and uh, you know obeying and wanting to be safe and hoping the government's going to protect them somehow. And I'm sorry, the history of, of governments is not a not a good one. It's not one uh, that is that results in like anything positive. And it's it's too bad that people haven't figured this out yet. Apparently, they want to suffer even more by destroying the economy in the hopes that they'll save a few old people who were probably going to get sick uh, and die in the first place. But if you want to comment, 855-450-FREE, like Freedom. Let's talk to Tom. He's in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
8: Do you know why New York was so overwhelmed by uh, COVID-19 cases?
2: Because um, there's the, a lot of people there, and yeah. why else?
8: Well, uh, the state of New York is one of the states that imposes certificate of need laws.
2: Oh, on as hospitals.
8: A, yes, as the Mercatus Center website explains uh, of George Mason University, certificate of need laws require healthcare care providers to obtain permission before they open or expand their practice that, or purchase certain devices or new technologies. Mm -hmm. Applicants must prove that the community, quote, needs, unquote, the new or expanded service, and existing providers are invited to challenge would-be competitors' applications. Con laws have persisted in spite of mounting evidence from health economists, regulatory economists, and antitrust lawyers showing that these laws fail to achieve their intended goal. Okay, now they have these laws in... Try- what is the intended
2: goal? What are they? What are they claiming the intended goal is of these? Because it seems like the goal is to restrict competition and to protect the existing players in the marketplace, existing hospitals.
8: That and also kind of like the taxi medallion, supposedly, uh, were to prevent uh, over, uh, too many uh, cab drivers uh, driving around, wasting their time and not being able to earn a living, and all of that, and then they would be tempted to cheat I guess or whatever yeah well that's a load uh, and I think you know it
2: and I know it and thank you Tom for the call tonight you're absolutely right about that Uh, of course you know when it comes to taxi cabs and the taxi medallions the again the goal is to protect the existing businesses from competition has nothing to do with helping the taxi cab uh, drivers individually necessarily Um, it is helping the people who hold the medallions now in some cases those are the individual cabbies but they're usually you know big corporations uh, that have those and it keeps uh, it keeps upstarts out. It keeps companies from just starting up, and in the case of hospitals, it keeps companies from just starting up a hospital without having to ask some government bureaucrats permission. So, although that said, Tom, I did see, the, or I did hear, I guess somebody told me that there's this video channel on YouTube, uh, and it's been brought up a couple times here on Free Talk Live. I honestly haven't gone to check it out yet, but I've heard heard about it from more than one person uh, that people are going into hospitals with video cameras and recording and not finding a whole lot going on. I think our very own Gene, the Christian anarchist who works in a medical clinic, says they've only had like five cases of the coronavirus so far in his clinic in Tennessee, and like none of them have been a big deal. So if you want to join us, you can. Toll-free numbers 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. We go to this video from Social Experimentalist. I wanted to share this a few nights ago, but it's impossible to share all of the interesting news and outrageous news uh, about this coronavirus response. But I thought this was really worth sharing because you, at least I so far have not seen a whole lot of video as far as activism, people confronting police coming out of this. Because, well, you know, we went down to uh, the state house in New Hampshire a week ago. And stood out front, had more than 10 people with signs right by the side of the road, were passed by at least one statey, uh, state police officer and at least one Concord police officer. And I saw the Concord cop wave at us, and another guy who was there said the statey also waved at us. So they certainly knew we were there, and they were actually being friendly and not engaging us in any other way. So that we've had some successes up here, but here's what happened in a park in the U.K.,
9: yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, obviously, no, as, as you're aware about the coronavirus okay. right? Um, obviously, some people... That's the cop. ...walk in the park, yeah, and that's okay. You know, right.
10: So, these guys are okay, right. yeah? That's okay. But I noticed you went up to a couple of people. What was yeah, that? Yeah,
9: so, um, obviously, people sitting down having a picnic, is not okay.
2: It's not okay. Yeah, so you really did just hear a cop tell you that sitting down and having a picnic... Is not okay. Have a picnic.
9: Well, he's not. He's not an essential going now, is it? Especially with what's going on.
10: Right. So no picnics. <laughs> no picnics in the park. No picnics. No. And what happens if someone has a picnic? Are you? So um, obviously,
9: you... what what we do first is we speak to them. Yeah. We try to engage and uh, we tell them that uh, obviously sitting down in the park, anything the picnic isn't something essential to do. Right. It's not an exercise. You're not going out for shopping. Essential shopping. Right. Or medicine and so on. Right.
2: Um, okay, so you can walk in the park. And and actually, you can see behind the cop in the video. It's a very large uh, park. I don't know if this is London or, or where it is. But uh, you can see the city in the background. And there's quite a few people that are out and about walking. But apparently, you can't stop and sit down and have a bite to eat with the person that you were out walking with.
9: Because that's kind, not essential. kindly asked them to go home. Um, right. And... um, most of people listen to us because we do say that coronavirus is a serious threat and obviously as you now by
2: the way this is how they're supposed to approach it in New Hampshire where the police have been instructed to use their discretion and to try to quote educate people which you know means to try to scare them and try to indoctrinate them and get them to believe uh, what I consider to be just a propaganda about this stuff we'll continue here there's a little bit more with this chubby cop in the UK he says you're not allowed to have a picnic, the toll-free number, even even though there's no one near you, right? Like you're just, this field is empty. If you were having a picnic in this field, you would be the only people having a picnic. Uh, you know, if you bought this whole thing, that you know you, can't, you gotta stay away from people. Eight fifty-five, four fifty, free like freedom. You can join us here on the radio. This is free talk. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly
5: exchange between Divi Bitcoin and fiat right in the mobile app, and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one tap solution for earning
2: passive. Of income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network.
5: Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org.
7: Yeah.
2: Yep, it's Retalk Live, and of course, you can take control of the airwaves here. If you want, you may dial toll-free our number... Is 855 450 free like freedom? That's 855 450 3733. We got the Mariana guys are going to be back on here with me in just a moment. They, I guess the power has come back on. They got gas for the generator, so they're good to go uh, at this point. But I do want to tell you about the Divi project. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange di- digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and fiat currencies right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account of fiat currencies like the dollar, by the way. There's no need to wait, though, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution – are earning passive income with their multi-tiered masternodes, allowing anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. When the new Divi wallet launches, because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be in 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at DiviProject.org. D-I-V-I Project.org. I was playing this video of uh, this this of course overweight cop in the UK who's you know strutting about some field in a park and telling people up oh, you can't be having that picnic here and so that's what uh, social experimentalists aka danny shine on youtube has confronted this cop about and thank goodness it he is out there with his video camera and we haven't i've not seen a whole lot of other uh cammed interactions with police now if you have i'd love to have you share that video in the on-air chat room on our Discord server over at discord.lrn.fm. That is where you can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. I'm going to play a little bit more from this, but first I'm going to go to Jones Inc. He's on our on-air call-in lines on Discord. Jones, you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Okay, so so earlier this, this guy called in about the the Second Amendment and how how it is wrong and how like the courts did something... And they yeah were that dude corrupt. was trolling. i mean it was there's no way he could possibly have been serious well i i I actually like did some research on that. I wasn't paying attention, but I kind of got into it when when they jumped on him but this is like an actual argument that people are saying is because what they're saying is that the n r a like paid the court off, and then Trump is supposedly packing the courts with conservative judges so it doesn't get overturned. Okay, but what did he pay them off for? Who? Who? Or the The NRI NRI paid them? Well, to like vote that Trump or vote that guns you could shoot them legally. I'm pretty sure that's already been legal. Yeah, that's what I said. But this makes no sense. But they're like Vox, every every like major left wing news media company. Has an article out about this, about how it's some big conspiracy theory with Mitch McConnell and how the Republicans are are packing the courts with conservative judges. Well, I no, mean, that's they, just their. They age.
2: definitely are packing the courts with conservative judges, but I'm not sure what this ruling about you can shoot a gun is like. That I have not heard about this, and I, you know, it seems kind of silly to me.
11: Yeah, it's some like multi-tiered conspiracy theory that's <laughs> more out there than QAnon. Yeah. I mean, I try to but, stay uh, away yeah. from
2: multi-tiered conspiracy theories because I already know that government's evil and they hurt peaceful people and I don't need like a conspiracy to tell me that.
11: Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I was listening on 100.9 Talk Radio Indicator but I I run a station down south of that. So Sweet. Hey, thanks you know. for your
2: service, Jones. I appreciate it. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. 3733 So I'm going to bring the uh, the guys from the Marianas back on here. Uh, we got uh, Alex and Dave. you guys there?
12: yeah we're here
1: yep thanks hey
2: dave so uh i heard you talking last week about the ridiculous encounter that you had with (laughs) uh some of the cops down there in the marianas and i don't know if you heard this cop out in the uk if you were listening to uh, yeah
1: i was listening to that
2: does it kind of ring a bell it's kind of just as, as which one was more ridiculous was your confrontation uh more or less ridiculous than this one
1: well, I think they're all kind of ridiculous. My my favorite though was uh, both my encounter and then my friend Andre, who goes swimming every day for exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's seventy he's seventy nine years old, and he swims every day because he doesn't want to get coronavirus because he doesn't want to be weak. Yeah, so that's essential. So so, so he's out there, and the cop comes up to him, and my my friend Andre is like, "Where's your mask?" <laughs> 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 and and it completely like took the jam out of his donut <laughs> so the cops like and then uh last week the governor i guess got enough complaints to uh you know how stupid this whole thing is really? and they reopened the beaches so oh, good. people so A people pushback. can go yeah so i i every day every day at lunchtime uh you know i'm still working but you know i got the boss's dog and i got my dog at the office so i i t- i take an hour i go out to the beach and uh i have myself a beer and not a corona and uh <laughs> <laughs> but i was smoking it was kind of funny i smoke uh, cigars so uh when i got harassed i was smoking a uh, an italia cigar from the cao company that is a corona size so maybe he caught that vibe there could be <laughs> but uh but yeah so it's it's like uh yeah as long as you're yeah, I guess, quote, social distancing, they're, they're not going to harass you anymore. In the Marianas. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, but, me,
2: let but, me play but, but, a little bit the other more one. here from – just want to get a little more from this video out hey, with the cop right.
9: in the numbers, UK. A that yes. Is that what the
10: government say? say? Sorry? The government are telling us this. You trust – You trust? I presume you trust the government's information. <laughs> yeah. What do you, mean? I mean, you trust yeah. – I'm saying you yeah. probably, as a police officer, trust okay. the information we're getting from the government. I'm just, just – yeah. yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so um, you believe them.
9: They, they listen to experts. Right. So we listen to them as well. Right. But obviously. Um, and I mean, who
2: decides who's an expert? Hmm? That's a good question. Yeah. Certainly, I, I think like, each individual should be free to make that decision, but we're not being given those choices in most places. What? Well,
1: well, I think we are all experts in our own little areas sometimes, but some of us, like like for example, I I would say I'm an expert in a couple of things, but I'm an idiot in other areas. Sure. Well I wouldn't say idiot, but I'm ignorant. I mean, yeah. don't ask me to do don't don't ask me to do quantum physics, right. but if you ask me how to ship hazardous
10: waste, I'm your man.
2: Yep, I can uh, I can fix your computer, but I can't change your oil for you. Let me go back to the the uh, the video here. Yeah,
10: what if you're with a picnic with let's say your family, and let's say you you're going on a Let's say you're going on a nice walk and then you have a, like a 5-10 minute break and have something to snack to eat and then you carry on in your walk. Does that not? By the
2: way, this guy's face, y'all can't see it, but he looks mm-hmm. so perturbed. He's like, he's kind of like gnawing on his lower lip. He doesn't really know what he's going to say to this. He he could turn around and walk away, but he's, he's in it all the way. Not okay. So
9: people that take a walk for exercise. Yes. Okay. And they have a five minute break for for to eat something. Um, yeah, that's okay. No, in my mm. eyes, is not okay. No, okay. <laughs> because sitting
2: down encourages more people to do it, and obviously. Ah, um, oh, right. ah, seeing somebody taking a break and relaxing, maybe having a picnic. Whoa! Yeah. See, we can't have other people seeing people do that because then they might remember. Oh yeah, we used to be free to have picnics. So this guy, yeah, you can't, can't
1: let that. the you can't let the slaves have danger dangerous ideas, right? But, you know, it reminds me of another video from the U.K. that I saw um, that there was a group of four people in a car. And the guy, this guy was taking his friends home from uh, someplace. And the police officer stopped him and then forced them all to separate because they might get coronavirus. So now they separately, all four of them, like three of them, had to walk home and he had to drive home by himself. And the guy is like... You know, Ridiculous. well, officer, um, we're all together right now. So if uh, there's transmission, we've already got it. And, and you know, you're by stopping us and encountering us, you're putting yourself in danger. And now you're kind of break up four of us. So there's there's three more chances of people <laughs> spreading the disease. And the cop got like really mad and still made him do that. So was, yeah, and it,
0: there was a similar case in New York. A couple sitting together in public, and the police said, "Hey, you're not six feet apart." And they said, "We live together." And they said, it doesn't
2: matter. You have to social distance. And it was the same idea. We can't let people see you
1: together. It's a giant Milgram experiment.
2: It's really creepy and uh, pretty scary. More with you guys coming up in the Mariana Islands. Uh, The show continues with Alex and Dave. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live the freest
0: show on the air that's because you can call in and tell us your thoughts the number is 855-450-3733 that's 855-450-FREE as in freedom and it's alex and we're coming to you live from the u.s mariana islands and uh we want to thank our our keen studio and ian in particular for stepping in during the power outage so Right in the middle of the live broadcast The power went out And we had a, a backup UPS So we were on that for a while But we weren't sure how long it would last Because we were just using that As the transition from the generator And we tested the generator out last month But uh, it turns out The fuel since then has depleted And thus we did not have enough fuel To sustain operations uh, Co-host Dave voluntarily took on the dangerous mission of running to the gas station. And I, I didn't run. I,
1: I, I took a ride down, down in the USS Lincoln. That's what I call my Lincoln town car because it drives like a boat.
0: Yeah, and so you <laughs> took the USS Lincoln, filled up the gas, and we're good to go. In addition, the power is back, so yeah. we're unsure if... Uh, you know, were, were they trying to shut us down, or no. was the local electric company? It is. It's a quasi-government entity yeah. called the CUC, Commonwealth Utility Corporation.
1: Yeah, they're 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 the type of, type of utility corp company that like uh, charges you eight hundred dollars for water because they guess you owe them that because the uh, the water meter for the entire apartment building that you live in is obscured by typhoon debris for like two years, and they just they just you know, randomly pick a guy like me and say, yeah, yeah, you owe us $800 for water. And I'm like, well, I, I know I'm fat, but I don't use that much water when I take a shower. And uh, so, anyway, little misgivings with uh, with the local utilities. But, uh, yeah, they, they have some uh, power outages once in a while because of uh, – we're running off of old generators. It's it's kind of funny because my dad actually helped build the power bat plant back in the 60s when he was in the Navy Seabees, so it's a little, little weird. His dad died here fighting the Japanese. My dad came here as a Seabee during uh, the 60s before he went to Nam to put in the sewage and power plants, and then here I am uh, handling the... Uh, waste oil and other stuff for them so and get in charge too much for water so it's it's a, the circle of life yeah so the big
11: circle
0: it's a small world right <laughs> what are the odds that three generations of dave radix will end up in uh, one little tiny island in yeah. the middle of the pacific
1: well well actually i'm adopted my my, my biological father was cotton So, uh, but you know, uh, so that was, it was my dad, LG Cotton, who, who was here. I found out like after I got here and I called him right before he, he passed away and he's like, yeah, I worked on that power plant. And I'm like, no way. Wow. And then, uh, his dad's name is on the little wall at the American Memorial Park. So it's, it's pretty cool. So it's like, I'm, I'm a legacy for Saipan. I was meant to be here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh. Um, So far, I think we're handling it pretty well, as we discussed a little bit previously. Uh, Initially, we overreacted a bit, as as had everyone, but I think we're somewhat unique, or at least in the minority, in that we've pulled back our measures. So at one point, uh, there was a beach ban and a park ban, but the government listened to the people because they said, you know, how are we supposed to fight corona? And feed ourselves. Right, so we need exercise. We need sunshine. And yeah. we need fish. And they said, you know, that makes a lot of sense. We're going to walk this policy back. Same thing with the uh, mm-hmm. the store bans. At one point, they said that only from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. can stores have customers. And people pointed out, so you want to lower the amount of time people can enter the store and so increase the increase crowdedness. The yeah. And that's going to protect us. And they were like... Oh, yeah, good point as well. So uh, it's uh, although I think that it's still, you know, pretty draconian, and yeah. I would like to see more freedoms introduced, we're able to visit others, um, go to the beach, you know. There's a, a lot more we can do than other places, yeah. and I think that is something to be happy about, but certainly there's a lot of room to go.
1: Well, what what, what really was ridiculous too, and I mentioned this last week, was... Here we are, we're on an island, literally, like, a five-hour plane trip from the mainland Asia, and, uh, like, 20 hours from the U.S. mainland. Uh, I think we're about 10 hours from Honolulu. I think the closest we are to is Guam. So, basically, we're in a perfect quarantine situation um, to where, you know, uh, we shouldn't have really had to do any of this lockdown, but... Right before they did the lockdown, the governor uh, said it was okay, and they, they brought in a whole bunch of people from South Korea and Japan and other places in Asia that's had the coronavirus issues uh, to do this marathon. So the island was you know had a lot of visitors that potentially could infect people. So I thought, you know, whereas on the micro level of, of restricting our freedoms was ridiculous, what was even more ridiculous was – Taking the chance of bringing in uh, people who potentially could bring the virus here—I um, mean, I'm not for lockdowns, but you know, it's just I'm thinking about logic here. Um, but then again, when when do we ever really get logic from our governments? So, so that that was one issue. Um, but
0: well, yeah, I think the marathon case was pretty interesting, right? What should they have done there? I don't know. Part of me thinks they made the right decision. So we brought in Mm -hmm. 800 runners, perhaps their family and many others. Probably a million dollars or more in revenue. Yeah. Maybe it could be much more than that. I don't have the the exact figures. When we had had sub-10% occupancy rates for Mm. hotels. And our biggest industry is tourism. So that, that infusion might have let the government... Keep operating for another week.
1: Well, and there's another there's another issue too. Is uh, the uh, the government uh, allowed this casino to get built here uh, with the intention of having the proceeds from the casino fee, uh, f- basically funding our our public school system? And because the government is literally like completely out of money, uh, every teacher on the island right now has been furloughed without pay. And I know a lot of teachers out there who are suffering uh, because of that. So that's that's another that's another issue. That well, we on have. the other
0: hand, the schools are closed.
1: Yeah, the schools are closed, but it doesn't help. Like I, I, my, I've got mixed feelings about it. Like I'll be honest with you, the public school system here is the worst employer I ever had, and I count like I count working fast food and being in the Navy during a war. Okay, so they. The public school system, in my opinion, is not very well managed. And uh, at the same time, though, my heart goes out to a lot of these teachers because the way the way teachers are paid is you get paid for the nine months that schools in session, but they but they spread out the paycheck for all twelve months so you can eat during the summer. Uh, so it's not like teachers. Get paid for the summer. That's like a mis. That's a misconception. Um, so so uh, for those teachers that are out there who might not be getting paid, I uh, you know, my heart goes out to you. Um, so uh, hopefully we can figure out. Well, they're going to be able to qualify for the
0: Corona unemployment like everyone yeah. else. And I think my understanding correctly, it's the normal unemployment plus plus six hundred dollars yeah. per pay period. And they'll be paid for the last, you know, two, three weeks where they weren't working.
1: Well, the CNMI doesn't have unemployment insurance.
0: They still qualify for it.
1: Okay, I hope so. Um, you know, all I know is, uh, you know, I'm sitting there listening to my neighbor who's a teacher, and it's it's pretty bleak for them. Um, but, you know, um, let see, I had a thought here for a second, but it passed. So you were going to say, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's an interesting question in general is whether or not you should get paid if you're not working. So many of the private sector employees might not be getting paid, but the government here is on paid leave.
1: Yeah. Well, here's another another question, too. This this brings up the question. So we had our second coronavirus death on island uh, this week. Uh, A friend of mine actually knew this person. Now, we're talking about a 77-year-old woman who was a chronic smoker, had COPD and other underlying health issues, and diabetic, and here she is, she dies, and it, and I looked at a lot of the uh, reporting in Italy, so you had a lot of people die, they're 80 years old, they're sick, they have other problems, and Facebook had a meme, said, man without parachute jumps out of plane and dies of coronavirus, so my question is 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 this are the deaths being way over um, reported because of uh, an agenda?
0: Yeah, agenda or bad statistics, who knows the true cause, but something is going on. What are your thoughts? 855-450-3733. It's Free Talk Live. this is free talk live you can call in and tell us your thoughts the number is 855-450-3733 that's 855-450-free as in freedom it's alex and dave and we're coming to you live from the u.s mariana islands
1: so uh we were talking about health uh a little bit and uh and pie charts. Well, yeah, does has anybody ever realized that like a pizza pie is literally a a real life pie chart showing you how much pizza's left?
0: Yeah, and I never thought about that until you mentioned it, but it's uh
1: birthday cakes too.
0: Yeah, maybe. And
1: and and apple pies.
0: Maybe that's why Americans love pizza, right? It's just a mathematical beauty.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I know whatever statistical whenever, wonder. <laughs> unless you're eating like one of those square Sicilian pizzas, and you know, then it's uh it, it turns into a fraction problem. I. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah we we're we we're, were talking about health advice, and I was sitting there thinking, you know like uh yeah, here I am a three hundred pound guy who smokes cigars and drink whiskey and i'm thinking yeah i'm I'm an example of what not to do, but uh on the on the coronavirus thing uh, it it does affect uh unhealthy people more so than healthy people, and what bothers me about a lot of these social distancing rules, like closing the beaches and not allowing people out to get sun and everything it's like you're taking a population of sedentary people whose main problem for heart disease and, and diabetes and all these other problems is because of lack of exercise, and you're, and you're basically forcing them to sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day, expecting them to somehow be healthy. And um, I just think it's, uh, it's kind of ironic there. Uh, and then we were also talking about some of the people... Who who have actually died here in Saipan? We've had two deaths. One was on dialysis and was in her like sixties, and then the other person was like seventy-seven with multiple health issues. And we have to ask ourselves: Is closing down the entire economy of the world, um, putting uh, the kibosh on the uh, on the food distribution s- uh, system, which is going to cause malnutrition and more deaths, worth? Uh, agonizing and wringing our hands and going crazy because of the deaths of a few thousand, maybe tens of thousands, when this is actually going to ruin the lives of millions and tens of billions?
0: Yeah, I think one of the health consequences, besides what Dave brought up of the sedentary lifestyle, right? Sitting around all day is obviously bad for health, but the cancellation of all of the non-essential medical procedures. And the thing about non-essential medical procedures is they often become essential if you don't take them. Mm -hmm. So all those canceled operations and checks and all of those things, right? Think of all the people who they were having like their regular cancer check or endoscopies or other blood work that could point out a, a critical problem that they can no longer get. So as this... You know, two-week lockdown becomes a two-month lockdown, a six-month, uh, until we get the vaccine. And even after you, the vaccine's out, you didn't take it, so you're still locked down. As that continues and continues and continues, mm-hmm. the health effects are growing significantly. And mm-hmm. that, I think, is something people aren't talking about, and they, they need to start talking about it.
1: Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. I saw, like, uh, Sargon of a Cod recently on YouTube. I'm, I'm kind of a fan of a lot of these guys. And uh, there was a point brought up, talk about, like, quote, um, I guess, non-essential medical uh, things is how it's affecting, I guess, the the trans community um, about, you know, people not being able to get their hormone shots. And, you know, uh, some people's transformation surgeries are being interfered. And there's, like, a lot of uh, upset people in that area. Now, I, I'm not making any judgments. I'm just saying that that's – I wonder how um, – the uh, political left is going to take that particular you know since that is well, a, a, we saw a, what they're doing constituency. already yeah
0: right they're saying that coronavirus disproportionately hurts minorities how they're saying like the hardest hit neighborhoods in new york were those of minorities and okay, they're and using it as like a
1: how 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 and why is this the case i'm I'm curious to hear that i i, they're I heard underserved
0: it, but... already, and this uh-huh. virus only okay. magnifies it so it, they're they're politicizing it mm-hmm. and I think you'll expect you should expect to see the same thing for the trans issue right they're gonna right. say you know see trans people already have it hard they're underserved and Corona just highlights you know the already existing challenges they face
1: yeah well, well, one of the things that that Sargon came up with, he was, he was reading a, a a post from somebody who, who because of coronavirus had to move back in with with his her parents, and you know uh is upset because the parents aren't sympathetic and they're in and in, in this person is suffering because the wrong gender pronoun is being used and I'm thinking, wait a second, me <laughs> you know, I mean I mean, uh, you know, it's hard for everybody. I mean, I'm not okay, it's like this. I'm not prejudiced against trans people. I'm not but I mean, when you have people dying of stuff and you have I mean, our first world problems are really being uh being acted upon it's I, th- I think it's just how many first world problems there are it's 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 kind of crazy i think
0: yeah I mean, when we're
1: facing a depression
0: yeah i mean there's a lot to unpack there, right the, mm-hmm. the trans aren't the only people suffering from the backlash of being locked in you know it's for those of you who've traveled with your friends you know, if you've ever done a long trip by a few weeks in, you just want to like, you all hate each other. That's why and I the, travel alone. And the same thing is true <laughs> with your family and anyone else, your roommates who you're locked in with, right? Mm-hmm. It's all fun and games until you have to be with each other. There's no escape. Mm-hmm. And we in the first world, we're lucky that most of us have our own bedrooms and multiple rooms in our house. Uh, in America, a lot of us have backyards and stuff. You know, think of the people in, not in the first world, like you're in India in a slum, five people mm. in a very small, basically a shack. You know, you, you may or may not even have a bathroom in your house.
1: So it's... Oh, and speaking of third world countries, de Tuerte of the Philippines basically said that the police can just shoot you if you violate the uh, curfews. Like if you, if, you, if you, in the Philippines, he said the president of the Philippines basically said, yeah, shoot anyone on site who's outside without a mask.
0: Yeah, so when you factor in all of these health issues as well, right? The, the mm. coronavirus, was it supposed to kill? And the projections are dropping and dropping. Yeah. I think we're at 60,000. We went from millions will die in America to like, okay, mm. maybe we'll hit 60,000. And people will say, well, the social distancing is what saved us. But most of these models, they took into account social distancing. They're saying even with social distancing, we could hit 200,000. Yeah, And now it's like, okay, uh, you know… Now we're going to hit our models have been revised. We're going to hit 60,000. Don't question why the models were revised. And that being said, I will acknowledge modeling is very hard. Mm -hmm. And that's always going to be the case. But if that's true, we need to be extra hesitant when they come out with a model. And I think they're really hurting their credibility because when Americans are seeing the numbers and predictions jump around, the lockdown timelines
1: jump around, they're like, why? Why are we listening to you? Why are you in charge? You- which is which is why I'm actually optimistic. I think what's I think this whole thing, the the mask has been taken off. The agenda is being pushed. Uh, it, it, it's 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 so obvious that this is a control grab. This is a this is a power grab. And I think I think a lot of people are being red pilled about just basically well, what's going both, on.
0: it's a uh, combination of people seeing the power grab. With all the like, you know, crazy governors like, oh, we've got to ban gun shops or weed shops or whatever their pet issue is. Even the mm-hmm. uh, abortion bans, I think that's also a power grab, right? Yeah. Whatever your views on abortion is now the time to like, crack down on abortion. In addition, it's also uh, revealing the incompetence of the government, right? They like yeah. to put on their uniforms and badges and everything and say, you know, trust us, we'll, we'll save you and people are seeing like they have no idea what they're doing absolutely no clue they're just guessing reversing their policy one day masks don't do anything the next day everyone wear a mask in public and in some places you'll get fined a thousand dollars for not wearing a mask it's like what what is going on here
1: and it's also exposing the un and the world health organization for what it is indeed who
0: has been exposed in your life let us know 855-450-3733 free talk live You can call in on Discord or the call-in line. We'd love to hear your thoughts. This is Free Talk Live, the freest show on the air. You can call in and share your thoughts. The number to do so is 855-450-3733. This is Alex. And Dave and we're coming to you from the
1: US Mariana Islands. Mhm. So <clears throat> I've got I've got a, uh, an article from westernjournal.com but I've also seen the uh, video clip of the guy. A uh, World Health Organization doctor suggests door-to-door searches to find sick and then remove them and isolate them. Uh, so basically This doctor, uh, Dr. uh, Michael Ryan, an epidemiologist and executive director for the World Health Organization, said the most likely person to become a case is somebody who's been a significant contact of another case. He said, and at the moment, in most parts of the world, due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries is now happening in the household at a family level. In some cases, the transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them to a safe and dignified in a safe and dignified manner, um, you know I I can't help but picture you know the the emptying of the Warsaw ghettos and and other such uh, things. There, uh, another thing that they were talking about with the vaccines is giving people a digital tattoo. I, when when else have we ever heard of tattoos given to people? Um, yeah, so, Holocaust reference. Well, you know I I only did my thesis on on part of the holocaust and you know it just it's just so i i look at the united nations not as an organization to help us uh, you know at at its best in my opinion the united nation is as useless as uh, boobs on a bull and at worst it is an organization that is pushing a globalist agenda to destroy the nation state and take away our rights um, i and i i applaud president trump pointing out that the World Health Organization that gets some, I think it was like $167 billion from the United States, but only uh, it like... It can't be that high. No, it's a, it's a lot. And like I think like 13 or 20% of the funding of the World Health Organization, don't don't hold me to those numbers, but it's high, comes from the U.S., whereas like less than 2% of the funding comes from China, and yet the World Health Organization, the head of the World Health Organization... Uh, is pretty much in China's hip pocket. He's a communist from Ethiopia. And basically, they, are, they have been covering up uh, a lot of the uh, Chinese. They've basically been parroting the Chinese Communist Party's line. And uh, so Trump basically recently said he was going to drop funding for the World Health Organization, and I, I applaud him for doing that. I mean, in my opinion, we should like evict the United Nations from their their headquarters in New York and turn it into the Donald Trump Memorial Home for your <laughs> for 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 uh, disabled veterans. You know, I mean, I I I think we we really either need to get out of the UN or. Um, or, or, well, or, or w- neuter them to the point to where... I think that
0: the rhetoric is, is useful, yeah. and I think we need to make sure not to forget the pragmatic reality, right? Well, the UN is going to exist. If we leave the UN, that means we don't have influence in it. it yeah. The reason we fund World Bank, IMF, UN, WHO, and everything else is because it gives the US government influence on those organizations and shapes the state of the world.
1: Well, the, what good do they do? Like, for example, a good a good what friend. Good? I, uh, uh, well, they uh, were
0: instrumental in spreading yeah. like economic freedom around the world.
1: Really, uh, I, I I I beg to differ. But like, for example, the, you don't the think WTO, the
0: World Bank, and IMF have increased economic. freedom? Uh, I
1: think the World Bank and IMF have actually enslaved a lot more people than they've helped, um, and they use their influence to. Um, to basically control other governments by putting them... yeah, the U.S.
0: is using the IMF and World Bank yeah. to it's to uh, you know express its foreign policy in other countries, and that foreign right. policy is to open up the markets. So now we could do a, a normative analysis: is this good or bad? But uh, I would say that the reality is these institutions are both a, a foreign policy arm of the U.S. government and have expanded economic freedom.
1: Well, we'll. I'll have to like go back to you on that because there's a couple arguments that counter it. But uh, I need to. I need to do a little bit more research on that. Um, What? Well, well, I'm just saying like specific whether or not they're good or bad. Well, I'm I'm saying saying specific. For example, uh, a lot of it had to do with uh, taking the water. You know, taking water rights from different countries and uh, having having nations put up their their. their resources as collateral, and then take it's like basically either you give up, you give us the central bank's control of your economy, um, or we don't give you these loans. And then when they give them these loans, a lot of that was going on in Central America. I remember uh, Bolivia, for example, had a, a rejection of this, and they actually were successful in in uh, getting rid of uh, some of these well, World Trade Organization um, issues. By basically saying no, um, what it was was
0: isn't Bolivia like the poorest country in the well America? They were they were actually charging
1: of, people for collecting rainwater. But as I said, I have to I have to I have to get back because this is stuff that I've read like years ago. Um, but the the, yeah, the, W's, I just but bring the it W. But the W. Because I think it's yeah.
0: important to realize. It's easy to bash on these institutions and I bash on them as well, but uh, we shouldn't forget that they disproportionately benefit Americans. Well,
1: a good friend of mine asked me to talk about uh, the WTO. He does a lot of business in China, owns factories, and and basically his opinion is that the WTO is not a good thing because it made a lot of these one-sided trade deals with China possible. And what... It, it is done is locked a bunch of countries into these multilateral trade deals that look good on the surface but take away national sovereignty. And what we really need is uh, bilateral trade agreements between individual countries so that both, bar- both parties benefit um, instead of a, a central banking system that basically screws everybody.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a bad analysis because the WTO wasn't, it's mostly like the TPP and the newer trade deals that are, are the ones that take away national sovereignty. The WTO is is beneficial for smaller countries because if if the you know Bolivia and the U S are doing a trade deal, the U S has a twenty trillion dollar economy. Bolivia is you know a tiny, tiny fraction, yeah, not even one percent of who that. Who
1: does the president of the United States work for? Does he work for the Bolivians or does he work for the United States people?
0: Yeah, well, that's a separate argument. You were saying that it would be fair. Well, if the I, I, U.S. Well, is making a bilateral deal, they're going to crush any other country that's not that, in the g Is that necessarily true? In terms of negotiating, that seems to be the empirical evidence is that when the U.S. is doing bilateral trades, it can push on whatever... You have to take the terms, right? Do you want access to the biggest economy in the world? Well, you have to take whatever terms we give you. Where if you're doing a trade deal with 50, 100, 150 countries, then it's much harder to sign the, the deals in the beginning, but it's harder... For one party to push on all of their interests.
1: Well, I'll what are to, your thoughts on international trade deals? Bit, Feel I'll free to, to call in 855 450
0: 3733. Free Talk Live.
11: Do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? Now, with AnyPay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you get the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com
10: This is Free
0: Talk Live. You can call in and tell us about whatever you want. The number is 855-450-3733. That's 855-453, as in freedom. I'm Alex.
1: And this is Dave.
0: And we're coming to you live from the U.S. Mariana Islands. And I want to tell you about Liberty.Menu. For years, libertarians of all stripes have wanted a directory of liberty-minded businesses. We're helping build one. Liberty.Menu. Liberty.menu is a tool for your community. At its core, is a directory for events, businesses, and digital content, and more. Listings can be rated and reviewed, and there's a bit of a social network so you can connect and share with others. Use of Liberty.menu is exclusively for individuals who reject the initiation of force and those who agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle. Put your voluntarist ideas into action at Liberty.menu and use code FTL. To get a special batch that's liberty dot menu
1: and uh hey, before we get uh on to the next topic, I'd just like to wish all my friends out there uh who are uh Christians that uh, this today is good friday in the in the mainland and Easter weekend, so uh to all you out there who celebrate uh may you guys have a blessed holiday,
0: so back to the globalist agenda
1: yeah. Well, you know, here's another argument about globalism is uh, that the people that usually push globalism are always the ones that uh, usually say things like diversity is our strength, and they talk about diversity all the time. But, it, it, you know, the thing is, is um, does globalism actually hurt or does it promote diversity? And I would, I would argue that in a lot of ways globalism doesn't. And I'll, I'll give a, a, an anecdote, um about this is i went on a vacation last year and uh i went to hong kong i went to uh, thailand uh bangkok and Pattaya, and then i also went to uh denang vietnam and way and there was a striking difference between like hong kong and uh in, in in bangkok for example uh with vietnam and vietnam was a lot less globalist Um, there were no McDonald's, there were no Starbucks, there were no, um, real encroachment of what we would, um, know as like Western, as much in Western influence there. So you're walking around Da Nang and you're seeing more, it's, it's a, it was a very Vietnamese place to be, you know? So like, for example, even the beer was like, you didn't have Budweiser, you had, uh, they called it La Rue, and it was like a Vietnamese beer, and they, it was actually pretty good taste, like Molson Golden. But um, but then you're walking around Bangkok, for example, and every five feet is a Seven Eleven. There's a uh, Starbucks. There is a McDonald's. There's a Pizza Hut. And, and not, not to say that um, Bangkok isn't a Thai city, but if you look at a lot of uh, places, what does globalism push? It it kind of pushes the uh, starbuckization of uh, of the uh, of the of the economy. You know, it's everything becomes a chain, and it, it loses its uh, diversity, in my opinion. Well, it just think?
0: depends how you define diversity, right? Yeah, and you know, maybe we're not as diverse as we think in that. It seems everyone likes Coca-Cola, right? There's a couple sodas that the taste appeal to almost everyone around the world.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, it's kind of funny because Coca-Cola in, in Vietnam tastes different than Coca-Cola in the United States.
0: Well, is that a sugar cane corn yeah. syrup issue?
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's very much. Actually, I, same thing in the Philippines. It's like I, I, if I if – I, and I don't really like Coca-Cola, but if I drink Coke, I look for the Vietnamese can, versus the American can, because you can get the Asian products here. And actually, the the, uh, the sugar cane, in my opinion, tastes a heck of a lot better than the uh, high-fructose corn syrup. But that's just a personal preference.
0: Yeah, but it seems if most people like Starbucks and most people like McDonald's, mm-hmm. is it— should you suppress them i mean they
1: no i'm not saying you should suppress them i'm just saying like i'm i'm talking about what the results of globalism is i mean you get all of the uh you know uh the people out there who are you know for example uh, you know the 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 folks the folks who would be like against uh, brexit in england for example or folks that support globalism are usually the same people that sit there and, and whine about diversity all day. They're kind of your liberal college professor types who, you know, diversity this, diversity that. But if you, well,
0: your mistake is taking them seriously and thinking they're not hypocritical, right? It's the same. Well, I'm not taking these well, the socialists taking seriously. and I'm, communists who complain on their iPhones and MacBooks mm-hmm. while drinking Starbucks about the evils of capitalism, right?
1: Exactly. I'm concept. just, I'm just, po- I'm just pointing out that that they're the ones who are actually like the biggest supporters of what they're complaining about.
0: Yeah. I think these issues are, are complex, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, you have the idea of the nation state. That's a complex idea. What is the role of the nation state? What about freedom? If some countries restrict foreign brands, some cities and stuff say we won't allow Starbucks here. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I, I think that's a, going too far from a state perspective. Yeah. But if a community wanted to not have one themselves, that's different. But when yeah. you do it at the state level, it's, it's different because it's done under the threat of, of violence where yeah. if you open a Starbucks, we're going to arrest you, seize your property, and if you resist, then we may kill you.
1: Yeah, and that might actually be the, uh, the, 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 the state of things in Vietnam. They are pretty much communist and controlled. I was just making a notation that uh you know there is a a difference and uh i think as long as the popular opinion i think as long as you have popular sovereignty and what the people of that country want um i think that there's not really a problem i think it's when you have an authoritarian well what if the
0: popular sovereignty is to ban guns
1: well, I would say that if it's in their country, they can do whatever the heck they want. Well, if it's here, if it's here, I'm going to fight to the bitter end, or I'm going to leave it for a better place. And what if there is no better
0: places? Because everyone agrees that then I guess we should ban then, free speech, then I guess
1: guns, self defense. <laughs> then I guess you're just going to have to kill me because I'll be an outlaw, and uh, you know, as they say, from my cold dead hands. I mean, there's don't you a,
0: see the 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 danger, right? It's yeah, I know. Essentially, I'm, you're saying, oh, well, if the the mob all agrees on this one thing, yeah, then it's good. And I think that's dangerous. I'm not, for no, I'm not saying
1: that. It, it the, like, for example, the 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 United States has its own set of rules that have been well established, um, and which makes the United States, in my opinion, a better country than, say, Saudi Arabia or China, um, because our our laws and our constitution. Um, have uh, things like free speech but i think that the people here in this country that are pushing to end that should find another place to live um and or expect and people say like me. you should
0: find another place to live
1: and that's where and that's where uh you know the whole concept of uh, of uh force comes into play and when I say force i 'm not just talking about going out and beating people up i'm talking about voting i'm talking about actually stepping up and 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 um, putting in effort to to work to preserve it basically, the price of freedom is not it's eternal vigilance and we we as free loving people uh, we have to uh we have to fight um wherever we can and i, I we're thank god we're still at the point where we can do it legally and lawfully and without without violence but it, uh, my fear is that eventually it's going to come to the point to where we're actually going to physically have to defend ourselves if we become that minority and i think that's the real danger of the globalism right it's not the the trade policies and
0: all that so mm-hmm. much as it is the idea that there can only be one way of living and it's our way right if you dare to contradict it we're going to deperson you Right. We're gonna, you know, you don't have a vaccine. You can't go to schools. They want to say you can't exactly. go to supermarkets. You can't go to the hospital. And you need to have your your vaccine tattoo to prove you're a real person.
1: And and this this whole COVID thing says, uh, is concerned about how you're gonna die. My question is, how are you gonna live? Indeed, how are you living? Are you okay with the lockdown, or
0: are you ready to break free? Number is eight five five four five zero three seven three three. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, the freest show on the air. You can call in and tell us your thoughts. The number to do so is 855-450-3733. We're coming to you live from the U.S. Mariana Islands. It's Alex. And Dave. And I want to tell you about Fork Fest 2020. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 29th until July 5th for ForkFest 2020 at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest happens the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and ForkFest is decentralized, which means no one is in charge. That also means there's no ticket costs. Just reserve your camping RV site or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 29th until July 5th. Where better to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can simply relax and go camping with other Liberty lovers, or you can create whatever experience or event you'd like others to have. If you're planning an event for ForkFest, be sure to let others know in advance. You can connect with other ForkFesters via the unofficial Telegram chat or the ForkFest forum. Links to those are available on the unofficial website, forkfest.party, forkfest.party. So yeah, it's pretty cool that uh, this decentralized event is decentralized because there's no one to cancel it. So there's no one for the the government to crack down and say, you know, if you don't shut this down, we're going to come after you. We'll take away your tax exempt status if you're a nonprofit. We'll penalize you if you're a business. It's just a You know, a bunch of people going to a place at a certain time, and, yeah, there's no way to cancel it, no way to stop it.
1: Well, you know, if it was in China, they'd be, like, doing drone strikes to save your life, you know.
0: Yeah, good thing (laughs) we're not there. We're going to go to the phones. David, are you there? Yeah. So we have David in Albuquerque, New Mexico. What's on your mind?
12: Um, Governor Wuhan Grisham, uh, a.k.a. Luhan Grisham, but... uh, Wuhan uh, is appropriate, uh, but first of all, four hundred million dollars
0: is the WHO budget, right?
12: Yeah, well, that' not not their budget. That's what the, the U.S. US contribution. To, yeah, yeah, I knew it was something high. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so anyway, a uh, little uh, travel promo, uh, tourism ad for New Mexico, Governor Wu- Wuhan Grisham uh, Luhan L U J A N. First of all, she, she's comical to watch. So if you Google her and look at her YouTube, uh, campaign ad, uh, Trump's Wall, where she crashes through some sheetrock, uh, while she, uh, uh, disses Trump's Wall, it's pretty entertaining. And two things that she did with this, or two of the latest things she did with the, uh, the lockdown, the quarantine, uh, the businesses, the, the small businesses that she's trying to put out of business, um, uh, they can't open if they're non-essential. And she's sending her private police force, the New Mexico State Police, around to those businesses that uh, are uh, non-essential, you know, that don't have the uh, green star on their belly, and uh, telling them to shut down. She's being really nice about it, though. She's giving them uh, uh, first a warning, and then if they come back a second time, then they can get another warning or they can get a citation for a misdemeanor, petty misdemeanor. And on mm-hmm. the third time, though, they can, sh- the fine is up to $5,000. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, you know, that's what she, that's what she thinks of the small business people in the state of New Mexico that is already the, the, uh, one, the most impoverished or second to most impoverished in the United States. That's what she's doing the small business. And another thing that she, uh, uh, that's interesting is, um, uh, e- even after The Trump administration uh, stated that, in their opinion, legal or otherwise, that gun businesses are essential. And after the Trump administration made that statement, there were uh, a number of states, and I haven't researched it, so I don't know which ones, that changed their designation of gun sellers uh, from uh, non-essential to essential and let them open back up. Michelle Wuhan Grisham did not do that. She has uh, doubled down on uh, that. The gun sales are still non-essential, and the gun sellers and uh, shooting ranges and Second Amendment organizations, et cetera, have come together and filed. Uh, I believe it was today that they filed in federal court, federal district court, a lawsuit against uh, Governor Michelle Wuhan Grisham and Excellent. the uh, and the d- the Department of uh, health in the state of new mexico and the cabinet secretary uh, heading that department of health so there's a lawsuit about it and they're probably going to win but it'll be interesting to watch
1: good good that's what we have to do we we have to be proactive and we have to sue these people whenever they violate our rights uh we're we're looking to do something similar here in the CNMI. Uh, right now, DPS is closed, so that you cannot apply for Department a license. Of Public safety. Yeah, our local. Yeah, so you can't apply for a license uh, right now, and there's a lot of people that you know they want to protect their homes because they're afraid burglaries are going to come up. So uh, we've got a couple people. Hopefully, in the next week or two. To go down there, try to apply, so we'll have standing, and we're we're looking at doing something similar. But good on good on people of uh of New Mexico. Yeah, we we have to yeah. we have to do this. We have to sue these people.
12: You, you well, got to pound them. The law, law, the, I think the, the, the suing thing is like is,
0: is dangerous because it takes so long. How many years? Probably by the time this finishes well, going through the courts, it'll be like well, twenty no, twenty no, two.
12: no, no, no. In this case. Uh, uh what what you do if something in 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 your mind if it is Maybe. an emergency which it is then you file you you file your petition you title it emergency petition for exactly. whatever and they right. can ha- they can that, file
1: an injunction to 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 stop enforcement of that yeah um right. another it thing... can be done
12: it can be go ahead uh, Another
1: thing I, I think needs to start happening, and this might sound radical, but like we had that huge open carry rally in Virginia. I think I think people need to bear arms responsibly and legally and start uh, challenging some of these orders in force uh, and armed so that the government knows who's really in charge.
12: Exactly, and that and that goes. That's a, a, a specific uh, example of a general concept, and that is that you need to do the same thing in every aspect of your life. When any anybody from the government uh, or otherwise, but we're talking about the government right now, and they're the mm-hmm. worst offenders, violates you in any way, you have to yeah. pound them. And when I mean yeah. pound them, I don't, I don't mean violence. I mean pound no. them in, in every lawful way. And, and government workers out there, that's exactly what we're going to do to you. We're going to pound you in every legal sense yeah. that we can. And you should shun them out of your lives as well. We don't want you in our lives. If, you, if you're gutless enough that you're going to put on a uniform or whatever and work for the mm-hmm. government and beat the, and beat the crap out of your fellow citizens, then get out of our lives. We don't want you in our churches. We don't want to play ball with you we don't want you in our bar get out of our lives
1: yeah well if the liberals can do that to conservatives i mean why can't we do that back and i'm not saying hurt anybody i i really don't want to hurt anybody but you know the good news is and this is something that i think we have to remember is most of those people that do put on those uniforms and badges are actually on our side uh, because right. they, well, they yeah they, they need and, to start, and we need, need, we, need start... we need to cultivate that and show appreciation for those people
12: yeah, yeah, well, we do. But until they do, they need they need to get the message because some of them aren't getting the message. They'll still run around and, and, and arrest mm-hmm. you for some stupid crap that it, that isn't really uh, arrestable and such like that. And they, need, and, and they need to get the message. So until they do, you know, once mm-hmm. they do, fine, welcome them. But until they do, you've got to keep pounding them because they, they haven't yeah. been getting the message.
1: Yeah, and and this is another thing, too. We can talk about this all day. But until we as as a a- well it's like this we're individuals see and that's that's where the the irony comes in uh, collectively we can do it, but we are all individuals and we're we're for individual freedom, but sometimes we need to band together collectively uh, to show that we don't want to be pushed around as as individuals and I think getting to know your neighbors uh cultivating friendship and 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 having um the, the logistics of this by spreading the word and by uh, networking with like-minded individuals is, is, is key. And um, I think we need to uh, uh, have— um It's never been
0: more important yeah. to get organized, right? Freedom yeah. is on life support. Maybe it has corona. It's in the ICU on a ventilator, and we need to give it some more air or it's going to choke out.
1: Yeah, and drink those gin and tonics because it's got quinine in it, apparently. But uh, God bless you, man. Uh, thanks, thanks for the call. That was wonderful to hear from you. Yeah, thanks, David. So yeah, I think he brings up a, a great point, and don't forget
0: it. Right, you can make a difference. Get organized and take action. Our co-host here, David, he sued the government and changed gun laws in the entire U.S. territory. Maybe With the you help can do of a something. A lot of else. good people. And so, yeah. Free Talk Live is doing its part by spreading ideas,
2: and you I've been told no in many different ways.
4: I give you an order, and you're gonna obey it. Which well, you gonna
2: You can do that, and you have to leave here.
4: You cannot bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no. I'm comfortable me. here, actually.
2: Whoa! Whoa! Excuse whoa! Me. Hey, whoa. Excuse hey, excuse hey! 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 Hey!
4: Hey! Who do you think? Excuse me. me? There is no
2: video, or audio allowed in this. No, I have work today. This is you ain't gonna
11: make. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa! Hey! Oh my God! Unbelievable! Cause <laughs> you're scared. Property. You what am I being detained for? You're being
5: served. What is this? You're being served. What is this?
2: Democrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men
8: working on
2: the chain. Derek Jay's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com.